0: It's true, God has already richly blessed you, believer, beyond imagination. But you may be asking, well, why isn't this working in my life? Coming up, we'll answer that question next on Daily in Christ. Welcome once again to the Daily in Christ podcast. I'm Mark VanUse. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day in a hunger for the Word of God, in a hunger for God Himself that brings you to this podcast. And I promise you, we will be sharing richly from the Word of God to be of great encouragement in your life. Well, Today is April the 5th, 2020, and the year that I am recording it on this day, and uh, it's Palm Sunday. And I posted this to my uh, personal Facebook account. I posted Palm Sunday, and the darkest week in history begins to the greatest triumph. Remember 2,000 years ago, Jesus was welcomed as a king but he was not welcomed as the king. He was welcomed as a king, but not the king that he is. And then Friday, the crucifixion. And in that crucifixion, the Lord Jesus Christ had a great triumph over sin, the curse, judgment, sickness, disease, and all that the fall and the curse brought to us. And and then Easter, He is risen. Amazing events that took place 2,000 years ago, and not just a historical chapter in history, but something that has a profound impact upon us today, right now, even in the darkness of this pandemic. And this COVID-19 pandemic that's going on this week, According to the medical experts, and even the President of the United States will be a very dark week. In fact, maybe the darkest week. In fact, I listened to a news report, and the Surgeon General said that this is our Pearl Harbor— I heard another interview with Bill Gates, the founder of Microsoft, and who has long been an advocate for helping the world, helping to conquer disease. And he has said things from a scientific perspective about being prepared for pandemic. And even Bill Gates describes our current situation like a nightmare. But dear friend, I want to remind you, and I want to remind me, What our Lord Jesus Christ accomplished 2,000 years ago for you and for me, as foretold by the prophet Isaiah, chapter 53, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. In fact, in Matthew chapter 8, verses 16 and 17, that includes... Casting out demons and healing the sick. That's what Jesus did. And that was a fulfillment of Isaiah 53, verse 4. That he carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace, our the Hebrew word is shalom, which means wholeness, was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. You see, 2,000 years ago, dear friend, the Lord Jesus Christ took coronavirus disease 2019, what is called COVID-19, he took it upon himself. And the prophet Isaiah prophesied seven centuries before that fact occurred that by his stripes you are healed think about that. Our healing, our deliverance, even from this dread disease that is sweeping across this planet like a prairie fire. By his stripes, we are healed because Jesus took it upon himself. We are blessed because he was made a curse. That's in Galatians 3 verses 13 and 14. And this makes a huge difference in any situation, including this pandemic. I want to let you know that I'm going to be starting a new series. It's going to kind of dovetail with the conclusion of this Blessed Beyond Imagination series. And this new series that's coming up is very timely. It's called More Than Conquerors in Darkest of Times. And I'll be releasing the first episode that's coming Wednesday or Thursday. And it will continue on for several episodes. Friend, I don't want you to miss this. God has given me powerful encouragement from the Word of God. And you will see the power of of his love, a love that is so powerful that nothing, not even the coronavirus, COVID-19, nothing and no one can separate us from his love. Oh, I can hardly wait. Don't miss this very powerful series that's coming up, More Than Conquerors in Darkest of Times." Well, I've purposed, at least at the beginning of this part of the Blessed Beyond Imagination series, to bring some timely encouragement given our current circumstance. And that's uh, what I've been doing here in the first few minutes of this uh, episode. But let's get back to the Blessed Beyond Imagination series. We have seen in the Bible, God's holy word, how very, very richly blessed every single child of God really is. In fact, dear child of God, we are blessed beyond imagination. You say, where do you get that from? Ephesians 3.20 says this, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, and the amplified amplifies the Greek underlying language is saying, far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams, according to the power that works in us. That is the Lord. And he is that much of a blessing God. And by the way, that's in Ephesians 3.20, all of Ephesians chapter one two, and three are packed solid with the blessings of God that we have in Christ. Every single child of God, dear friend, that is blessed beyond imagination. We are so richly blessed, not because we are so good, but because God is that good. And in this series, we gave numerous examples of people in the Bible who were richly blessed of God, yet didn't deserve it. And then there is the most blessed person of all, God's Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And someone else who is just as blessed as Christ Jesus is yet doesn't deserve it, that person is you, believer, and me. And then we went through some of the nearly 200 in Christ realities in the Scriptures. These realities, friends, speak of who you truly really are in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, dear friend, it has been my experience that often when Christians hear of these many wonderful verses about who they really are in Christ, a very strange thing can happen. Uh, Sometimes I see their eyes sort of glaze over as if they're not interested. Can you imagine that? I mean. This is better than winning the lottery. This is better than winning the Publishers Clearing House. This is better than anything this world could ever give. And you'd think they would be jumping up and down, saying "woohoo," you know, really excited. And but they look bored, or, or, or they look perplexed, or sometimes they'll protest and say, "Yeah, but what do I do?" Or they'll tell me, and this is frustrating. Oh, where's the practical? application of this, as if what Jesus did for them was not practical enough. Dear friend, you don't do anything. Christ, listen, did it all. It is done, finished, complete. It isn't based on what you do. It is what Christ has already done. That's the key to it all. And this is the grace of God. And dear friend, you and I receive all the benefit of the grace of God and what God has already done through the Lord Jesus Christ. We receive it all through faith in the same person that God the Father accomplished this all, through faith in Christ. Because it says in Romans 4.16 that it is of faith that it might be according to grace so that it might be sure to all the seed. You see it, friend? It is of faith that it might be according to grace. You see, all this insistence on doing for God is what got the human race into trouble in the first place. Adam and Eve, our first parents, were deceived by Satan into believing that there was something else yet to do to be more like God. Not so. God had already made Adam and Eve in his image and likeness, not because of what Adam and Eve did, but because of what God did. In Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27, It says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man. You notice, God did it. It's already done. He created him. Male and female, he created them. You see, friends, Adam and Eve were already like God. They were made by God in his image. And as much as they could be like God, because God made them that way, not because they did it, because God did it. And dear friend, if that was so with the first creation, how much more so for the new creation in Christ? By the way, I don't have time to get into this business of this great deception that Satan has. You see, Satan's number one goal is to keep us away from God. I think most Christians would say, yeah, I agree with that. Satan's number one goal is to keep us away from God. But did you know that the number one strategy that he employs to keep you and me away from God is this, to spend all of our time focused on what we should do to be more like God? No, that is a satanic deception. Uh, I, I don't have time to get into this now, but I've dealt with this subject in great depth in my teaching series called Exposing Satan's Master Scheme to Be Like God Without God. And I encourage you to go to our website, dailyinchrist.org. Under the series banner, you'll see Exposing Satan's Master Scheme to Be Like God Without God. Okay, now to the matter at hand. We have been talking about the problem That many believers have, first of all, sad to say, a lot of believers have no idea of the many things the Lord Jesus Christ has already accomplished for them. They have no idea about these in Christ realities that we've talked about over the last three lessons. And then there are others, they may be familiar with this, but they'll say, but I don't see this working in my life well let's let's talk about that that's That's a legitimate concern. Why is it that more believers don't see this operating in their life? The reality of being blessed beyond imagination, richly blessed as a new creation in Christ? Well, here's reason number one: It's because you're looking at things carnally after the flesh and not according to the spirit. You see. I want to urge you to take heed to what the word, the Bible, says about you, not what you think about yourself. Colossians one twenty-seven says this to them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of the this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you the hope of glory. Colossians one twenty seven. Did you hear that? Christ in you, the hope of glory. God's answer for you and me, dear friend, is not you or me. It's Christ, not way out there over the rainbow somewhere in heaven. No, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Look, you and I are forever in union with Christ and all that being united with God means. You are one with him, not because of anything you did, but because of everything that God the Father did. And it is the sum of two, Jesus plus you. Now let's do the math, right? There's you or there's me, and we're little and very finite. And then there's Jesus, who is great and infinite. So what is the sum of infinite plus you? The answer is infinite. Just because you're little old you or I am little old me does not diminish the fact and the reality that he is the infinite part, which brings about infinite results. Man, what a big difference that makes in our lives. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Now, look, this change is not physical. It didn't happen in your body. If before you were born again, you were a person who was tall, then, after you were born again, you're still tall. Or if you were short, after you're born again, you're still short. Or maybe you were heavy set beforehand, you're still heavy set afterwards. Or you were male beforehand, you're still male or female afterwards. You see, the change of the new creation is not physical, it didn't happen in your body. This change has not happened in your mind. The change of 2 Corinthians 5.17 is spiritual, and this, dear friend, is the real you. The real you, a person who has been transformed by the grace and the power of God from being dead in trespasses and sins following the course of this world with Satan working in you, Ephesians chapter 2, to being alive in God through the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ, being made alive with Christ. That's what Romans 6, 4 to 5 says in Colossians 3, 1 to 4, made alive with Christ. You are no longer spiritually dead. You are spiritually alive in Christ. You are truly a new creature. You're no longer in failing, sinning, condemned, dying first Adam, but you, by the grace of God, the power of God, are in last Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ. Child of God, listen. You are a spirit who has a soul and lives in a body. You are a spirit who has a soul Now, the soul is your mind, emotion, and will, and lives in a body. But please remember, we cannot see spirit. You can see your body. You can get an idea of your mind, the condition of your mind, or your emotions, or your will, but you can't see spirit. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, While we do not look at the things... Which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. You see, the only way that we can know who we really are is in the Word of God. That's what we spent a lot of time talking about in the last three episodes. All of those in Christ verses in the New Testament, in Christ. In him, through Christ, through him, etc. You see, that's why you can't see these things in the physical. And I'm afraid that a lot of us, myself included, have a tendency because of fallen thinking to drift back into thinking that reality is only the physical. No, 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 no. Reality is beyond the physical. You can't see these spiritual realities in the physical realm but these realities do exist just as surely and in even greater measure than the physical realm they do exist in the unseen spiritual realm And I want you to understand something. The physical realm is inferior to the spiritual realm. That means the spiritual is superior to the physical. The physical realm, what we can see and feel and touch and hear, the physical realm is the result of the spiritual realm, not the other way around. It's critical that we get into the Bible, God's Word. Why? Because the Bible tells us who Christ is, and second, who you already are in Christ, and third, who Christ is in you. Boy, that's really important. The Bible reveals, number one, who Christ is, number two, who you already are in Christ, and number three, who Christ is in you you. My dear friend, the Word of God is indispensable to victorious Christian living. And I am shocked by the number of Christians that I meet that spend very, very little time in their Bible. If you don't get into the Bible, you won't know these truths. You will literally be starving your spiritual life, and that's why you're struggling. And then when things get really, really tough, like this pandemic, it seems like the darkness is closing in. But you know, God is so good. He's so patient. Just just turn back to him. Go to him. Go to his word. Seek him. Jesus says he's not going to turn anybody who will come knocking Seeking, looking for him. Someone may say, well, Mark, I am struggling, I have to admit, with experiencing these realities in the Word of God. Okay, I I, get an, I I get a sense of what you're saying that, well, really, it doesn't matter what I say, Mark, but it matters what the Bible says, what the Bible says about how blessed we are in the Lord Jesus Christ but why am I having such a difficulty experiencing this in my life? Okay, here's another reason. Another reason for, is ignorance of what the Word of God says. Not realizing who and what you are as a new creation in Christ. And this is clearly laid out in the Bible over and over and over again. And the other problem that we have is not walking by faith. We have this tendency in our mind which needs to be transformed to a default setting of walking by the flesh. Walking by human ability, human understanding, human strength, human perception. No, no, no. We must walk by faith in dependence upon God. And we know who God is. We know what to trust Him for because that's laid out in the Word of God. We, we can't get caught up living by flesh like the non believer does. Dear friend, the non believer is dead in trespasses and sins, according to Ephesians chapter 2 they don't have what you have you have the living christ living inside of you through the holy spirit so don't get caught up living by the flesh like a non-believer walk as the child of god that you truly are dear friend it's vitally important that you be in your bible good times and bad times You see, the Bible is a revelation of God and what he has accomplished for you through Christ. Study and meditate on those nearly 200 in Christ reality verses. And then walk by faith. You see, you walk by faith, as it says in Romans 4.16, that it might be according to grace. Grace. Walking by faith is walking according to the grace of God and not by sight. Don't walk by your so-called human worthiness, human ability, human perception, human thinking. That is like walking in spiritual death. Friend, these things are so very, very important to understand. I want to pause our teaching now and wrap it up for the day. Uh, Next time, we're going to be talking about a big problem that we all have, and that is thinking, well, I don't think I'm good enough. Do you know the wrong things that I've done, Mark? Do you know the sinful things that I've done? You know what? You're right. You're not good enough. You're not holy enough. You are not righteous enough and neither am I. God didn't choose you because you were good enough or qualified enough. God chose you because he is that good. And we're going to talk about that more in the final episode dealing uh, in the series, Blessed Beyond Imagination. Don't miss it. And don't forget, friend, this uh, series that I'm going to be starting up in the middle of the week, and right as we're dovetailing to the end of this series, it's a powerful one. More than conquerors in the darkest of times. Boy, that's going to have such unbelievably powerful encouragement to take you not only through this crisis as as an incredible victor, but beyond that. And I'm so, so excited to bring you that series. Dear friend, look, God has not forgotten us, He's not forsaken us. When we go through a dark, dark time, like, uh, think about this, the whole world is going through this agonizing time together. This is one of those rare times in human history where the entire planet is groaning and suffering. You can have a situation like famine, and it will affect one part of the earth and hurt a lot of people in that part. Or you may have a war in this particular nation or location of the world. But this pandemic is something that's happening all around the earth. But God is king. Uh, Back on March the 15th, the Lord brought a wonderful uh, thing to me called This King, and the idea that coronavirus, corona means crown. And this thing is acting like a king that's upending king after king and kingdom after kingdom on this earth. But there is a greater king, the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have an opportunity, I also recorded that in uh, one of the episodes, I think it was episode 86 of the Daily in Christ podcast called This King. Let's pray, friend. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you, Lord, singularly because of your love and your goodness, your covenant love that we are blessed beyond imagination. Father, I pray that by the Holy Spirit, you would bring greater revelation of this great truth. Uh, shine the light of the Holy Spirit upon the truth of the Word of God that we have shared. And Father, may it powerfully impact our lives today and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, if the Daily in Christ podcast is a blessing to you, I want to encourage you to let other people know. Please do. Let them know that they can hear the Daily in Christ podcast In podcasting platforms, every one of the major ones, uh, just look it up, Daily in Christ. And don't forget about the Daily in Christ website at dailyinchrist.org. There you find all 88 of our uh, episodes and teaching lessons available for download for free. There's a whole lot of articles that I've written uh, that the Lord has uh, given to me. That is available right now. And that's really your touch base home for encouragement. Uh, dailyinchrist.org I want to say thank you again for tuning in and listening to the Daily in Christ podcast. This is Mark Van Oos, your Bible teacher, reminding you once again, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in Him.